You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Renewed in the spirit of your mind is the title of this devotion. This is a statement that the Apostle Paul makes when he's teaching here about the new nature, the new character that is to clothe us, not just dwell within us, but become our ways of thinking, talking, acting, reacting, behaving that clothes us. In other words, it's outward visibly of what's living inside this new nature. And he talks about this here in Ephesians. And he says, you know, because he said in verse 20 of Ephesians 4, you've not so learned Christ in, if indeed you've heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, which is created according to God and true righteousness and holiness. You see, he says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. There is a mindset or a nature, a spirit of thinking, a a character, a flavor, a fragrance, a recognizable mindset that comes from the Holy Spirit. Oh, how lovely I find that mindset in precious souls. And I meet people everywhere and I listen to their heart, I listen to their mind, I listen to their ways and it so inspires me. It so envisions me when I see the new nature in other people and I see the spirit of their mind, that it is the mind of Christ. It is the, they've been taught by the Lord Jesus to think that way. They've been taught by the Lord Jesus to, to make these sacrifices or to have these character behaviors and responses. And I find it phenomenal. I'll never forget my dear, dear friend who's in heaven now, Derek Kuhn, he picked me up at O'Hare Airport in the city of Chicago in the United States. He lives there in Chicago, or he did, he's in heaven now. But he picked me up in the car, and there he was outside in his old, old car. And I got in the car, and the moment I got in the car, <laughs> he started shouting. He started shouting. Oh, how I love that soul, and I can't wait to see him in heaven. No more pills, no more pills. And I'm kind of like, what What does this mean? No more pills, he was shouting. (laughs) And and I'm, I'm just sitting there waiting for the punchline. What does this mean? No more pills. But I heard the spirit of the Lord in his talking. It was the Holy Ghost coming out of his heart. And I said, Amen. In other words, explain. He said, Oh, Robert, my esophagus would not close. 
and I couldn't eat anymore because the, 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 the acids of my stomach came up and burned me and the pain was horrific, horrific. And I took pills that had terrible side effects to try to, to reduce the burning pain, but it was horrific. And he said, and then I was invited to go preach in a, in a meeting somewhere. And I thought, I can't go because my voice is, is burned up. I can't speak, but the Lord kept saying, go, go, go. So I went anyway because the Lord he said, go, go. And I went and I'm sitting there listening to this preacher. And I was to get up as the next one to preach. And when he stopped preaching and he said, somebody has burning in their chest and their esophagus won't close. And Jesus says, I've called you here today to heal you. Who is that person? He said, I raised my hands and instantly Jesus healed me. Instantly he healed me. He said, no more pills. Oh, my friends, it wasn't just no more pills. It was the spirit of his mind that was the renewed mind, the mind that had been given life by Christ. The heart, the mind, the way of thinking, the way of talking that came from Jesus, you see, that came from a place of giving glory to Christ and praising him for the glory of his spirit and power living inside of us. And I want to talk to you about being renewed in the spirit of your mind. You see, it says here in Ezekiel, what a phenomenal prophet, Ezekiel. My goodness, what an incredible prophet. It says in verse 25 of chapter 36, and then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. And I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit or a new mind within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my judgments. I tell you the truth, the Lord is wanting to implant in you and me the kind of heart and mind that comes from him. And folks, this is more real than you can imagine. You can see those who have been renewed in the spirit of their mind by how they reason. And they can be hit with the most grave, painful tragedies of this life, which can come to the best of us. Like David said in Psalm 34, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. But that is that mindset. My mother, Oh, what a beautiful saint she is. She's still with us on earth here. She'll be 96 in June. What a beautiful saint she is. What a heavenly being. Oh, what a glorious thing to see the life of the Son of God in human flesh. No wonder the Father was so excited to see the creative, the created world embody the heavenly world of his holy, heavenly life. And of course, sin interrupted that. But in Jesus, we see what it is like to have a sinless life where God perfectly embodies him, as it says in Colossians 1 and chapter 2, 1 verse 19 and 2 verse 9 and 10, that he is the fullness of the Godhead bodily. You see, God revealed in flesh and blood in Jesus. 
and that is what we are predestined to that we now have a foretaste of through the Holy Spirit revealing Christ in us today. I'm going to talk about this next week, but you know, friends, my mother and my father many, many years ago were going through a very difficult time in the 90s and they had lots of persecution, incredible persecution. And it was horrendous, horrendous what was happening. And there were people that, that really were stoked up by the devil to, to do everything within, the, within their power to, to cause them harm and pain. And, I, and the Lord had spoken to me on my spirit where David says in one of the Psalms, I know that the Lord's not angry with me because he has not handed me over to mine enemies. And the Lord spoke that to me. I'm not angry with your father and mother. This is the enemy, but I'm not handing them over. And I went to go see them and my mother said something to me that I will never forget. You see, by the, by the renewing of the spirit of her mind, she was thinking the mind of of God. She was thinking with the thoughts of God. She was reasoning with God's inspired thoughts about the situation that was unbearable and terribly painful and unjust and, and, and causing much harm. And she said something I will never forget. She said, Robert, what these d people don't understand when they come against us like they do, that you cannot kill what is eternal. You see, Mama, she understood the work that God had entrusted to her and my dad that was now sought to be destroyed was not made of human ability, was not made of human hands. It was made by the Lord. And Mom was right, the work endured and the work continued and it was purified through it. And you see, we all need to have that renewing of the spirit of our mind that we know what's been given to us by God and that Satan can breathe like a roaring lion against us, seeking to devour us, as Peter would say in 1 Peter chapter 5. And yet he cannot prevail against us because what we have is eternal. What we have cannot die. What we have been given in Christ is eternal. It, folks, if I didn't have this in my marriage, then, then we would not be celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary on the 13th of April, 2023, Virginia and I, because the enemy would have devoured us because he tried, he tried, and he kept trying to devour us. But he could not devour what was eternal. And the Holy Spirit had put us together and the Holy Spirit upheld us and the Holy Spirit strengthened us and what God had given us in our relationship wasn't just human but was divine and it's so important that we think with the mind of the Lord I really do believe this with all my heart you see friends we can sometimes all I can too think so earthly and then we make such a mess of things. Oh, our, I've made a mess of things sometimes by thinking so earthly instead of, no, 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 no. No, the Lord's my shield. The Lord's my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Psalm 27, verse 1. No, 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 no. Uh, no, yes, that isn't totally right. And yes, that, 
Wow. But no, I know what I believe, and I know that to whom I've committed everything, he is able to keep it. You see, that's a, that's a renewing of the mind, thinking. Paul talks this way in Timothy. He's able to keep that which I've committed to him until that day. He had committed his life. He had committed everything about him to the Lord. And he believed that what he had was of God. And he was renewed in the spirit of his thinking in the way he talked about it. But like I said a moment ago, we can all sometimes think so earthly. Listen, Romans 8 verse 1. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Holy Spirit's impulses set their mind on things of the Spirit. For to be carnally, fleshly minded causes us to begin to spiritually die is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You see, to be because the carnal mind, the natural mind without God is in is enmity against God, for it is not subject to his law, nor indeed can be. So those of us who walk according to the flesh cannot please God. But those of us, but then he says, but you are not in the flesh. You're not just living after your own nature. No, you are in the Holy Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he's not his. But if Christ is in you, yes, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the Spirit who dwells in you and so forth and so forth. It's all phenomenal here. And, and the Apostle is honestly talking in a way that those who are renewed in the spirit of their thinking will go, oh, amen. When I think after my own human fallen nature, I make a mess of it. But when I follow the mind of the Spirit, when I follow the mind of the Lord, oh, I have peace and I feel the grace of heaven and I feel the life of God and I'm happy and satisfied in Him. Oh, how I long to keep living in that holy heavenly life by the Spirit and not give way to the lower life of my flesh. And you see, because then I live in a sense of righteousness and peace with God by the Spirit. And then, my goodness, the Spirit begins to manifest in my flesh and make me alive unto God and all my faculties. And now, this is what I'm trying to talk to you about. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Do not just walk after the ways that are carnal. So let me close with you here from Romans chapter 12. And you know this, it's very well known, these scriptures, but I find them really appropriate in what we're talking about here. I beseech you, I plead with you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, because of God's mercy, I plead with you that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. 
and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God, that you may manifest, you may see it, experience it. God's will is good, acceptable, perfect, it's wonderful. And he's saying, do not be like this world in the way you think. Do not have a spirit of agreement with the spirit of this world. Have a spirit of agreement with the spirit of God. Have a mind's agreement with the spirit of God. You know, I'll close with this little thought. I was in London some years ago to get a visa to go to India. And I've been waiting early in the morning there in front and I became a friend with the man who was guarding the door and we were talking to have a good time. I went in and got my visa. I had to kind of hurry because my flight was leaving Heathrow to Delhi quite soon. And uh, so I was trying to look for a taxi and suddenly I felt the spirit of Jesus inside of me saying, stop. So I stopped and I'm thinking, what Lord, what do you need? And I saw a man in a raincoat and immediately in my spirit, I, I, I knew the witness, okay? So I walked up to him and I said, you are a child of God. He said, hallelujah, praise the Lord. <laughs> What's your name? I said, Robert Mosbach. He said, I'm Arthur Roderick. Anyway, we had never met before. I didn't know him. We hugged each other and I said, Arthur, what are you doing here? He said, yeah, oh, Pastor Robert, I need a visa to go to India, but I'm too late and I can't get in. But the Lord wants me to go today and I've been praying here. I've been praying. What do I do, Lord? I said, here we go. Come on. And I went to the door. I said to the man who I'd become friends with, oh, one more thing. He said, yeah, no problem. I said, he's with me. Yeah. It shows you to be friendly to people can help unlock doors. Anyway, we went in and I said in my spirit, Lord, who's the one that you have given it to to help him? And there was a lady sitting there and I walked up to her. I said, I need one more visa. She said, oh, no more visas today. I said, well, this is a man of God and God has told him he has to go to your country. She said, oh, well, then we're going to give him a visa right away. And God had his handmaiden there to help his servant to be able to get the visa to obey. My point is, when we are renewed in the spirit of our thinking, I'm not meaning to, to boast in myself by telling you this testimony. No, I'm boasting in the Lord that when you're renewed in the spirit of your thinking, then you connect with what the Lord wants to do. And, and you, you begin to enjoy the work of his kingdom. You begin to be part of the great glories of God and all that he's doing in the earth. And I tell you, I'm so excited to be alive today. And daily I seek for my heart and my mind to be wholly his so that I may connect with his purposes and plans. Now, this is what the Lord has for us all. Amen. Have a good day.